Today we talk about the law of attraction and what this has got to do with some of the exhaustion, stress, overwhelm and potentially burnout that we can find ourselves in. Welcome to episode one, the official first episode of Frazzled, the podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Swingler. I'm a recovering perfectionist, workaholic, overachiever and high performer who burned out not once but twice and I am on a mission to banish burnout. If you've tuned in, uh, maybe you've heard some of my previous podcasts and just thought you'd check in and see what this one is about. Or perhaps you find yourselves as one of these exhausted, stressed, overwhelmed or burnt out leaders or people. You don't necessarily have to be a leader to, to be listening to this, but maybe that's kind of where you find yourself. Or perhaps you're just here because you're curious to find out what is this woman talking about when it when it comes to this. And my goal really of this podcast and, and where we want to take it, I really want to help you to navigate how to do things differently and live less frazzled and more fabulous lives. So let's get into the topic of conversation for today. Let's talk about the law of attraction. Now, as I said, this may, as I said in the in the introduction to this, this may sound like a bit of a woo-woo topic. It may be, for those of you that have known me and listened to some of my previous podcasts, you may think that the law of attraction is not the thing that I would necessarily be talking about. But I do think it's it's quite interesting. So, we talk about the law of attraction. And what I hear with a lot of clients that I talk to, what I hear from people that come up and speak to me once I've delivered talks on stages or that have been to some of the events that I speak to is it's like people are waiting for these external forces to really create the change for them in their lives. They are waiting for the world to change. They are waiting to magic additional time and energy into their lives. They are waiting for the workplace to change. They are waiting for things to slow down. They're waiting for all of these things to happen and change around them, not really taking any responsibility or acting in any way for themselves. And when I hear this, it, it always brings me back to the law of attraction. I I personally, I love a little bit of woo-woo. I love, I love my meditation. Um, I love being able to I want to say you kind of manifest things in, into being. But really what I mean when I'm talking about that, as I'm sure many others are, are also in the same way, is I'm just giving a particular focus, just giving particular attention to someone to then create it into being. Right. So I'm giving something a particular focus to bring it into being. And there is that saying, isn't there, where, which way round is it, where, where attention goes, energy flows. It's that 
thing, isn't it? Is, is Do we call it Raz? When you, if you decide that you want to buy a particular car or a particular vehicle, all of a sudden that's the car that you see everywhere on the road. If you decide that you might want to travel to a particular holiday destination, then all of a sudden you start to see lots and lots of news or programs or TVs or people commenting about that particular place that you want to travel. And really all that's happening is we have shifted our focus and attention. We've brought something to the forefront of our mind. And because it's in our present thoughts, in our current thoughts, at the front of our mind, it's very unlikely that all of a sudden you are seeing all of these cars that are the car that you want. Those cars will likely have always been on the road. But because your choice is now at the forefront of your mind, you're more aware of everything that's going on around you. And I think when we talk about a lot of things about the law of attraction, is I know so many people that have read books or watched films or or that believe that they can meditate and manifest their perfect life into being without actually taking any action to bring that particular thing to life. Now, I'd love to be able to, I probably wouldn't actually, I'd, I'd probably get quite bored. But imagine just being able to sit here meditating all day and imagining that I'm creating a multi-million pound business that just allows me to sit cross-legged in meditation on a beautiful beach on a deserted island somewhere and just think all of these millions of pounds into existence. It's never going to happen. Now, that's not to say that if I had the idea for a multi-million pound business and I then put the wheels in motion and I started to make all of this stuff happen, started to bring it to life, that's not to say that there couldn't be a point that I could then go and sit on a beach cross-legged meditating all day whilst all of these millions of pounds just come into my bank. But the difference between those two examples is in the first example, it was very passive. I was just sitting and waiting for things to happen and then perhaps getting very frustrated when they weren't coming to life. In the second, there was action that I took in order to ensure that whilst I was sat on the beach meditating on these millions of pounds coming into my bank, the action had already put those things in motion. And so I think when we talk about the law of attraction, even if we think about the word attract, attraction, the word act is in there. And yet so many of us avoid the action when we want to make changes for our lives, when we want to focus on being happier, healthier, more energised, more calm, less overwhelmed, eliminating burnout. We are, we are the passive people. We are the ones just sitting there, but not on a beautiful, deserted, calm and tranquil desert island. We are the hamsters on the wheel constantly spinning, having all of these things happening around us. And in amongst the chaos, 
we are the ones, well, it's, it's all going to calm down soon. Everything's going to change soon. This is going to be different soon. This is going to be different soon. This is going to be different soon. And then we become even more stressed and even more exhausted and even more overwhelmed when nothing starts to change around us. The difference is how we are from being passive to active in changing those things in our lives. If I sit here and deciding I'm going to be a lottery winner, having not bought a lottery ticket in maybe 10 years, I don't know that it is 10 years, but it's been a very, very long time, I'm not going to become a lottery winner just by manifesting it, just by trying to meditate it, just by sitting here and saying, I believe in the law of attraction, I believe in the law of attraction. In order to even be in with a chance of winning the lottery, I have to have bought a ticket. And so my question, my challenge, my invitation for you all today is to consider whether you are being active participants in creating a happy, healthy, fabulous life for yourself? Are you being a passive participant or are you being an active participant? And perhaps in terms of being an active participant, maybe you're creating more stress and more overwhelm for yourself. Maybe you're causing the exhaustion But if you want things to change, we've got to just stop thinking that by saying everything will be okay tomorrow, we've got to stop just thinking that and actually put things in place to say what is going to be different tomorrow. I give in a lot of my talks and workshops an an issue, uh, not an issue, but a, a situation that involves two singers and both of these singers are sat outside in the corridor waiting to go in for their audition for the role of their life and as they sit outside in the corridor one of them is extremely nervous and she keeps telling herself how nervous she is And she keeps telling everybody else how nervous she is. She keeps talking about the nerves and and everything that's going on for her. And when her name is called and she walks in for this audition, she can't get her voice out. The nerves have taken hold of her completely because she's allowed the nerves to take over. And so as she opens her mouth to give potentially the performance of a lifetime to secure her this role of a lifetime, nothing comes out of her mouth. So she leaves disappointed, worried, feeling like she's failed, that she hasn't done well enough for herself. The other singer feels exactly the same way, but she starts to tell herself that she is feeling really positive about it, that she's excited. She knows that she is nervous, but she uses that energy into something different and she distracts herself and she practices in this corridor 
waiting. She's practicing the lines and she's practicing the words. And then she distracts herself by moving her body in a slightly different way. And as her name is called, she goes in, she gives the performance of a lifetime and she secures the role. So she leaves the room feeling energized and inspired. And I wonder if you could take that situation and put that in terms of your the start of your day. How many of you wake up feeling stressed, anxious, like you're already running late, like you've got 10,000 things that you need to do? And how many of you carry on that overworking and that stress and that panic and that feeling of I've got too much to do. How many of you start the day that way, carry the day on that way and finish the work, finish the day that day, that way? What could be different for you if you started the day with a feeling of calm or developed ways to keep yourself calm throughout the day? If you started the day calm, would you complete the day in the same way? You'd probably still have to deal with exactly the same things, but your outlook for the day, the way that you think about the day, the way that you manage your day, the way that you live your day could actually be very, very different just based on how you start your day. And I know from the people that I work with that just by making a choice to start the day differently can make a huge difference. I genuinely believe and and I live my life in the way of thinking that a good morning starts the day before. Think of how you're going to bed at night. Think of the quality of the sleep that you're having. Think about what your morning looks like. Are you constantly pressing the snooze button and then at the very last minute rushing and panicking and running late and stressing and spilling your coffee all over the the top that you've just put on, not being able to find your keys, not being able to find your shoes, not being able to... Where did I put my bag? Where did I put this? Have I got where I'm forgetting stuff? Oh, I've forgotten everything. I've got to either go back or I've got to go without it. How many of you are going through it with that pace? A good night's sleep, in order to have a good night's sleep, I say it's a bit like preparing for a marathon, right? We're marathon training. Very few of us in the world would just be able to pop on a pair of trainers and just go out and and run a 26-mile marathon. Very few of us. Actually, what we need to do is we need to ensure that we're prepped properly. We need to ensure we've got our kit ready. We need to understand what the climate's like, what the weather's like, what the temperature's like. We need to ensure how much we need to be drinking. We need to ensure that we have got the right food or the right gels or whatever it is that we're using. Running a marathon in a pair of jeans, a pair of work boots and a top is going to be a lot more uncomfortable than if you've got the right kit on and the right trainers on, the right running shoes. 
You might think, what on earth has a marathon got to do with a good night's sleep? But I think it's exactly the same thing. To go and prep for a marathon, we would we would do exactly that. We would prep for the marathon. To run the marathon, we would prep for it. But so many of us, we don't prep for a good night's sleep. We just decide where I'm going to bed now. And there's no distinction between the day and the night. We go to bed with the same thoughts that we've just left downstairs. Many of us are still getting into bed with our phones, continuing the day. Some, I'm sure, are literally just stripping or, you know, putting pyjamas on or, you know, taking just your jeans off, getting into bed with the top on that you have. There's no routine. There's no getting ready for bed routine. And that can make a huge difference. Get just getting into bed without any preparation, without thinking about it, without without distinguishing it as being any different from the day is not going to allow us to have a proper night's sleep. If we don't get a proper night's sleep, how does our day start the following day? And yet so many people just expect to be able to manifest and create through the law of attraction a perfect night's sleep. And they do that by saying, God, I really hope I sleep well tonight. I really hope I get a good night's sleep tonight. But there's no action in order to ensure that happens. They just get into bed with this willingness of, I really hope I sleep well tonight. And nothing changes. The same willingness of, I hope something changes, as I hope my diary is better this week. I hope my work is better today. I hope I feel calmer today. I hope yesterday wasn't as bad as yesterday. I hope this week's going to be better. I hope I can find the time to get that thing done that I've wanted to be doing. I hope I can get the time to clear my emails. I hope the traffic isn't too bad today. I hope I don't spill my coffee today. I hope I'm not late today. All of this hoping and all of this wishing, but actually nothing is changing because nothing proactively is being done to ensure these things happen. And just like trying to manifest a lottery win without buying a ticket, if you want any of these things to change, you have to be in it to win it. If you want a calmer life, you need to be creating ways to be more calm. If you want a really good night's sleep, you need to be creating and preparing the right environment and the right headspace in order for you to have a great night's sleep. If you want to be more calm, more productive at work, you need to be creating ways to be more calm and more productive at work. All of this change starts with you. So my invitation for you today is to consider how often are you the passive participant in your life trying to manifest through the law of attraction less stress, more calm, less exhaustion, less overwhelm and yet you're still receiving more of the same thing. What could be different for you? I invite you to consider 
what could be different for you today if you became an active participant and through the law of attraction, you added in the action in order to create a very different life for yourself. Imagine how different things could be for you if you stopped being passive and became more active in, the, in all areas of your life. Think what could be different. I'm going to leave you there for today. Hope that's been useful. Thank you for joining me for the very first episode of Frazzled. New episodes will be released every Tuesday at 8am. Thank you very much for joining. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, by all means, hit subscribe and you'll then be notified as soon as the next episodes are released. If you've enjoyed it, please don't know, give us a like, give us a comment, give us a share, pass it on to somebody else who you think this may be useful for. And I hope to be back with you or I hope that you're back with me at the same time next week for the next episode of Frazzled. I very, very much look forward to being back with you again then. For now, have an incredible week and I look forward to speaking with you again soon.